It's time to create better. Create better family, health, business, and self. Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better business, health, family, and self. My guest today is a dear friend who is stinking amazing. <laughs> she, like when she walks into a room, she lights it up and she lights up your heart too, because she's awesome. And I just cannot wait to introduce her. Maria Locker is an advocate and a champion for the advancement of women and female entrepreneurs across North America. I want to say the whole world. Like if you can hear her story, she will inspire you in, in every level. And as the founder and CEO of Revolution Her, she's dedicated to bringing women together, providing support and inspiration to help women unleash their potential and live their lives to the fullest. You know, I was, I was talking to Maria offline, like before recording, and I was saying, you know, Maria, you have touched so many people's lives, like all these unspoken thank yous that like I hope she feels because she has touched so many lives since I've known her. I want to say almost like eight, 10, eight to 10 years ago. I've, I've known this beautiful woman, Maria say hello. <laughs> thank you so much. I mean, how do I, how do I come in from that? But thank you so much. You know, everything you just said, I love you right back. And I'm so excited to chat with you today. I don't even know where to start. You know, I was saying to you offline just now, like you have so many things you could talk about and so many inspiring stories that you don't even know. Like you, you could talk about what you ate for dinner. It's probably inspiring because that's who you are. And, you know, I, when I first met you, it was through, you were the CEO and founder of Mompreneurs Canada and, an, incre- an incredible run for 10 years. Congratulations on that. And now revolution her. Wow. Like I, I don't even know where to start, but I think what I might say is tell us a little bit about you. First of all, I want to say, how are you? How are the kids? How's your husband? How's everybody? Everyone's good. Oh my gosh. Back to school. This is the best month of the year. I love my children. I love my husband. My husband's a teacher. Um, so when the summer hits, everyone's here and then September comes and I'm like, I can dance in the kitchen. I can (laughs) like the whole house is mine. So, um, September is like the best month and I'm a super happy person (laughs) for the entire month. Everyone is good though. And, um, it's crazy to see everyone get older and just going out on their own. It's been, it's been great. Uh, I am good. I am For those of you that I are listening and I've never connected with before, I am um, the second daughter of four kids from Italian immigrants. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. My my family runs La Rose Bakery in my hometown. And I grew up standing on a milk crate, (laughs) running a cash register at the age of six. Um, I, I was thrust into the world of business and connecting with people and just making real connections. It's what I've always loved to do. I'd loved seeing strangers walk in the door and have them leave with a smile on their face uh, from a really young age. 
And I've watched my parents work extremely hard and always admired, you know, that tenacity and perseverance really can make a difference and make huge strides in doing what you love. So I am me. That's it. Incredible. And such a good bakery. Like I would fly there to come and eat your mom's baking. (laughs) (laughs) You should tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. I'll hop on that jet plane and show (laughs) my health QR code, (laughs) but you are so humble. Like there's so much more to your story. You are a, a multiple cancer survivor. You are an incredible, like, entrepreneur like that supports and builds up other women in business incredible and you know your your passion for helping women shine where they are that that's what inspires me it's like you you make a lot of women you know know how to be more confident their shoulders go back their spines are straightened because of you maria and i thank you for that on behalf of all women entrepreneurs <laughs> but i, I want to say what would you say are some of the top challenges that women are facing today and and what can they do about those challenges there's so many but just pick any well i i will preface all of this with the fact that through the pandemic and what we've been experiencing around the world right now it's really hard to say there's any one challenge or two challenges or whatever it might be because women in general are just facing it all. And it breaks my heart because I'm experiencing it. You're experiencing it. We're all just kind of weighed down by the heaviness that's going on around us. But in general, you know, as women, I find we're able to lift each other up and support one another in a way that can make some of that disappear a little bit, even if it's for just a short amount of time. The biggest challenges I see for most women is the fact that self-confidence and self-care are lacking. And I I don't know why, um, but I've really enjoyed helping women find their spark and to find that self-confidence by saying, yes, I am an expert in what I know, regardless of what it is that I know. Can I say that I'm an expert in cancer care right now? Maybe Mm -hmm. in some ways because I've lived it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I hope that women can work past those challenges of finding their self-confidence, getting past Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome and realizing Mm -hmm. that they are an expert. Women are an expert. You are an expert in whatever it is that you know to your heart, you have experience and you have wisdom on. Mm -hmm. What you know is not necessarily what anybody else knows. Absolutely. I think a lot of times women worry about not being humble and bragging if they know something. But at the end of the day, I always try to say, if you are sharing your expertise and helping even one person by, by sharing knowledge, it's not bragging. It's actually selfless work. And it's important. It's important. Someone once told me that it's actually selfish. If you think about it, that you're not sharing how to survive that situation because someone else needs to hear it. And so don't think, oh, I shouldn't be talking about it, or I don't know enough. If you have lived it five minutes, that's five minutes more than the person who's just about to face it. And so let them know, give them a warning sign, right? Like let them know how to face it. Or, and you might say, well, I haven't overcome it yet. It's okay. Right. Even if you've walked it a year, like whether you're an entrepreneur or 
you know, fighting cancer or um, going through stroke rehab, whatever it is to say, this is something I learned and this worked for me. I'm not saying you all have to do this, but it's saying this is my story, right? So I know that's one thing people are afraid. I was like, well, you know, it's not the right answer for everybody. That's okay. Share your story because yeah. someone will learn from it and be inspired, inspired or can share it with someone else who's going through it. So as someone said to me, don't be selfish. And that was like, whoa, what? They actually said, you're so selfish. Get up there and talk about it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So- well- and for givers like like us, like women in general are givers. And that's like a blow to the system to hear, wait a minute, I'm being selfish by not sharing. So sometimes that is the message that needs to be received, right? And, and that self-confidence, that switch in self-confidence and a switch towards self-care and avoiding burnout. I know we're going to talk a little bit about self-care today, but those two things, those two challenges of just being able to say, I am worthy my words are important and I am important. It all circles back together. And I just I wish more women would stand in their power to do those things. I love it. I'm going to, you said so many great things there and I just want you to echo them again. So, so I, I love that, you know, what you're talking about, the, the challenge is, is not external things, which there are so many external forces that work against women, but it's, it's us right now, that self-confidence and that self-care. And you just told us how, how do we treat that? How, what is Dr. Maria's uh, <laughs> little remedy for that? What do we do when we wake up? What should we do? We're going to, when you wake up, you step into your power and think, you know what, today, I am going to go and own whatever it is that I'm doing today. If I'm not going to be focused on owning what I'm doing, I'm going to own the fact that I deserve self-care. It's between those two things of self-confidence and self-care to find your realization, to know that you are worthy of the best life possible. That's what I would say. That's, you know, every day is a fresh start to make a beginning happen. I love it. And and I want to add on to your, your remedy there is, is, you know, when, when we take our eyes off ourselves, like, because that's when we start saying self-doubt and, and feeling less confident and, you know, what distracts us is when we focus on how we can help somebody else. And, and there's what Maria was, you were just saying about, you know, share your expertise because it will help somebody. It will inspire somebody else. And, and then all of a sudden you aren't feeling like I'm not worthy and I don't know much because you just helped somebody. And so if we wake up saying that, like, how can I help someone today? And what's something new I can learn today, which is what I tell my kids to do. And, and, you know, like, and it's, believe me, I'm an entrepreneur and I get it. There's so many days I want to throw in the towel. And I think, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, why, like how, <laughs> and you know, I, I could just curl up with a blanket. And so we, we all go through this. It's, you're not alone. If you're listening and like, yeah, well, you're not the only person like I've been there. I, and it comes back regularly. It's not like it goes away, but it's like, okay, we choose to, to make that mental shift in mindset and say, I got this, I can do this and, you know, bring it. If I fail, I will fail and that's okay. And I will pick myself up again because, right. I want my kids to, to watch and learn that life is not perfect and I will mess up and it's okay. It's absolutely stinking. Okay. To mess up and the lessons they, they, they learn. 
Right. <laughs> Watching their mom get up and start again. It's, it's incredible. And so awesome. Thank you, Maria. Yes. Now we have some new entrepreneurs that may be listening and, or, or women who are saying, oh, you know, I, I think I want to try something different because, you know, my kids are growing up or I, I want to leave this corporate job or the nine to five. And I, I want to do this because I, I make this and I do it so well, people are offering to buy it or asking me for advice and offering to pay me for it. So what would you say are your top three tips to women who are starting out in business or as entrepreneurs? So first I will say, first I will say that it's an exciting yet scary endeavor for anyone. So if you are listening and you are considering entrepreneurship or you've just started, just you got to have some strength in you, okay? Because <laughs> it's not an easy road, um, but it can be a really fun and exciting road. And one of my first tips is really to choose to do something that really sparks a fire within you. There's nothing like talking to a founder or a fellow entrepreneur that just lights up when you ask her questions um, about what she does. You know, I, I remember speaking to someone that fumigates bed bugs from houses. And I remember her saying, you know, I never would have thought that this was something I would love to do, but I absolutely found the spark within me. I love knowing that I'm leaving someone's home beautiful and clean and I'm, I'm you know, I'm making a difference. Yeah. So I think a lot of times we think, you know, you hear, find your why, find what it is that you're meant to do. That's not an easy thing to do. So don't, don't misunderstand, but it's that spark. If you're doing something that excites you, that, you know, you can't wait to get your feet out of that bed and jump up and be like, okay, this is what's happening today. It is going to be a lot of work, but I can do this because I love what I do. So true, right? That, that, that has to be your fuel because it won't be the, all that money pouring in, in the beginning, that's <laughs> going to be the fuel. Your fuel will be that passion. And I love it. That number one yes. is to do something that lights you up. I love it. Well, so you, Great. Number two. you ready? So this one we talk about all the time. Um, and I've been, I, I feel like it might be a broken record for those people listening that have known me for a long time, but really asking for help is one of my biggest tips, um, just knowing that you can ask other women for support, other men find a mentor. You hear this all the time, ask for help. It's you hear it all the time because it's so important. You cannot do everything on your own. If you do think you can, you're actually setting yourself up for failure. There's no way, you know, when you look at some of the incredible entrepreneurs out there and their success stories, everyone's got a team behind them, whether it's one person, three persons, or, you know, a whole whack of hundreds of people. Um, so asking for help is huge. And when I say ask for help, I want you to consider that also means asking for in-kind or bartering for help, especially in the early days of entrepreneurship. There is nothing wrong with saying, here, I can help you do this if you can help me do that. And it builds beautiful relationships and common ground, especially when people are on the same level. Um, so, you know, asking for help doesn't necessarily mean that you have to break the bank. You can start out small and give in return. It, it makes okay. a huge difference. I still do it. It's, it's, Love it. Yeah. 
So true. So true. And, and that, that's great advice because that actually helps the, the women and people who are listening thinking, oh, I don't like asking for help. I don't like taking things for free, but you know what? You have a skill set that you can offer in, in trade too. And, you know, and I've had women say that to me that it's like, you know, Elaine, can I do your shipping? You don't have to pay me, but can I learn from you how to run a business? And, and it's so weird <laughs> when you think of that, it's like, well, I, I will pay you though, but, but at the same time, it's, it's that boldness, right? And the worst thing that can happen is like, someone says no, but you don't know until you ask. And if they say no, you're no further behind than when you started. So go for it and see what you can offer in exchange. Yeah. And most often they'll say, there's no need. I'll just help you. I have an hour or something, but I love that. Thank you for pointing that out. That's a great reminder. Is there a third one? There is. And it actually, we touched on it a little bit, but it's about showing your expertise to build your credibility. And it ties in with that extra step of asking for help. You know, credibility is a big thing when you're an entrepreneur. You know, it takes a long time to build up that resume of this is who I've worked with. This is why I'm reliable. This is why you can trust me as an entrepreneur. Don't take for that, like, don't take that for granted. It's such an important piece. You know, I, you know, yes, now I'm the founder of Revolution Her, but I had 10 years of work and experience under my belt with mompreneurs that I was able to say, look, this is everything we've done. This is why we've evolved to where we are now. And this is why I'm so proud to do the work that I do. When you build credibility and you show yourself as an expertise, it gives people a reason to say, yes, I'm backing you. Yes, I'm going to talk about you or your products or your services mm-hmm. to my friends, to my family members, to my dentist while I'm in the chair in between cleanings, right? It's it's that it's that beautiful old world, you know, combination of skill and credibility that's going to kind of set you aside and set you apart from the others. Um, those testimonials, that credibility can be such a huge part of pushing you forward from the early days. Yeah. So hang on to every single testimonial that you collect along your journey, because it's, it's all going to help build that credibility, your resume, your, your brand. Right. And so I'm just going to re, re, like rehash what you just said about the top three tips for women entrepreneurs. And that first one was do something that lights you up. And that second one is ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help and think about what you can offer in exchange to receive that help because that's always so great to to have that offer. And that third one is show your expertise and 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 do that to to build your your brand, your credibility, that that trust that you want to offer out there. So important. Great, great tips. Thank you, Maria. Mm-hmm. Now I know that in your journey through all of this, you have encountered and met so many incredible women with incredible stories, with incredible businesses. And I I'm just gonna throw this at you. And I know it's probably going to be hard because you've met hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women in their businesses, but I'm going to ask you your, what, which ones have left an impression that kind of a highlight in your life. I'm going to start with a startup. What's a new startup that just really stands out to you? Oh, 
So a new startup, um, a couple years ago, we had Susie from Love Good Fats in our awards. I think she was two, one and a half or two years in um, with her delicious, healthy, good fats bars. And uh, I was just blown away by her determination and her story. She has an incredible story mm-hmm. of, you know, she's an LGBT um, single mom, LGBT community, single mom, um, used her daughter's college funds because she believes so strongly with her daughter's permission in in this product that she had to put out there to help people feel healthy and using good fats. Um, and is now the number one selling bar in all of North America. And I, I don't have the number in front of me, but like an astounding number of stores that she is in. She's actually in our awards again this year because she's moved up a level to a new award level. Um, and, and her growth and her confidence and her authenticity is just astounding to me as a startup. She's still considered a startup. She's not even five years in and crazy, crazy. Yeah. I love those. I love the story behind it too. And such good bars. Oh my goodness. Oh, right. So, so yeah. good. Incredible. Now that leads me to the next one. Is there another incredible story that just like pow left an impression on you and your encounters with these incredible women? So am I allowed to say you? I think I am right. You can't stop me from saying you. So yes, you, Miss Elaine. I what? have watched you since Dragons Den. Um, I've loved your story. I am gonna cry because that's what I do. But I think your story is one of those just incredible success stories that makes people feel like my little idea can change the world. You are helping children, you're helping parents, you're helping people with disabilities. Um, you, it's always you. Okay. Yeah. Now there you go. <laughs> I take off my glasses to cry with you. Sorry. <laughs> but, and I know for anyone listening, it's probably like so cheesy, but I, I just, I can't, you, you astound me with what you've accomplished and with what you've produced from your heart to help parents and kids. So, yes, you. Well, I love you, and you're so <laughs> kind. You're you're too kind. I I am very humbled by that, and I'm always humbled. Even this is my 10 year anniversary for Easy Daisies, and I still get emotional and overwhelmed when people write to me about how uh, Easy Daisies has helped their family. Um, yeah. And, you know, whether it's, you know, a mom with four kids who doesn't have to nag anymore to uh, uh, a mom sharing that it's now her improved the quality of life for her nonverbal nine-year-old daughter to a foster parent to writing that there's less anxiety and more security in their home because of easy daisies. And I'm always blown away. I'm blown away that people give money for a product that I made off our kitchen table so long ago, but thank you. You're yeah. so kind. You're just, what I, you do I, do. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just, you know, I think just, just the way you say to me, you know, when you're so used to lifting up other women, sometimes you forget that you are doing incredible things. So I, uh, 
I couldn't really put any other story there. Hundred <laughs> percent. I uh, I just want to end and fly over and come take you out for dinner now. <laughs> yes, done, done. <laughs> okay, how do I even go on now? I'm gonna say and the next the next one, but thank you, my love. The next one is there one that stands out to you that was like a a rags to riches story. Um, that one, this was hard for me to, to figure out. And I actually think, you know, I don't know if I can say officially rags to riches, but there's someone that always comes to mind when I think of, you know, that long journey, when you think of rags to riches, you think of someone who started, you know, humbly, small, you know, big dreams and actually got there. And Anna Maria from Olivia Rose always comes to mind for me. Mm. She was in my very first trade show that we ever did. I remember we, you know, used double-sided tape to put pink curtains up behind her booth. She was the first one that really kind of pushed me to say, can we make this prettier and a little bit more aesthetically beautiful? Um, And to have watched, you know, since my first days to watch, her from her first days now be in beautiful boutiques all over the world you know to have her petty skirts every time I walk into indigo I see her petty skirts and I'm just like oh my gosh she sold them at my show first and it just like I feel like I'm the rags to riches where I got to see you know I got to be part of that story and she got to be part of mine I just love seeing that and I watched her open a storefront. I've watched her do so many things. And I've hopefully, you know, I feel like we've inspired each other along the way. Mm. Um, so okay. she always comes to mind for me. She's I love that. Yeah. I love that. Beautiful. Is there any other story that you want to share? Like there's just one that one more that just stands out and you're like, I just have to mention this incredible woman that inspired so many. Yes. Oh gosh, there's, so I will say this, there are always so many incredible women that I've had the absolute honor of working with and learning from Um, a lot of them out there where you are that you've introduced me to that I've just been so amazed by. Um, One of our fellow award winners, so in your circle, Melissa from Malarkey Kids, I always go back to her as well. She's just finished up some incredible battles against cancer and um, her product is helping young parents with their babies around the world patented. She's invented this beautiful product and um, she was another startup that just exploded at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I've watched her, you know, go from small little products to now having a full line. And, and I just think, you know, on top of it all, she's built this incredible team that when she's this last year been struggling through her health issues has just continued to help her grow and support her. And I, you know, I follow her story online and you can see them outside her hospital window with signs. And it's just been beautiful to see that it's not, it's not about just building the brand. She's built a beautiful culture around her. So that I think she is just one of those incredible people. Beautiful. And I want to, just echo you that it's it's so important that it's that community that you build that culture that you build around and I think it, it just resonates like when you drop a, pe- a pebble into water and that ripple effect 
of that incredible community and support that comes around, which I always think of you because you do that in so many people's lives, Maria. And thank you again. And I want to say you, and you mentioned hardship. You have been through many hardships, not one, many. And I want to ask you to share a lesson that you have learned, a hardship that you want to talk about and what lesson that you took away from it that you know can help someone else listening right now. So I know you mentioned at the beginning um, that I've, you know, I have, I've battled cancer. I've battled twice actually, and I'm just finding out about a third. Um, None of them related to each other. And so I think when you think of hardships and you think of things that come into your life um, to challenge you and to help you persevere, one of the things that I've really learned is that it's not a one and done. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I climbed that hill and I'm like done for the rest of my life. Every little battle that comes your way is preparing you for something else. I, I can only speak from my own experience. But, you know, when your kids are little, you think to yourself, oof, got to get out of this tantrum toddler stage, right? I can't wait until they're four. And then something else happens. And then something else happens. And then the teenager years come and something else happens. Um, I really think our lives are very similar to that in the sense that, you know, challenges will continue to come your way. Mm -hmm. It's how you choose to react to them Mm -hmm. and how you choose to learn from them. Mm -hmm. I was not taking care of myself. Mm. I still struggle with taking care of myself. If I'm being honest, you know, Mm. I tend to put work first, um, side by side with my family, you know, where I'm needed is where I go, but I'm never really focusing on how I'm needed for myself. Mm. And that's a lesson that I really, I've tried to listen to the things around me to realize, you know, I'm not helping anyone if I'm burning myself out. I'm not helping anyone if I'm saying yes to everything and I'm crashing at eight o'clock at night and I'm good for no one. Mm-hmm. It's not actually beneficial. So for people like you and me who are givers, who have a hard time saying no, who only you know want to keep doing for others, I've really tried to listen to myself and listen to my body and say no more and that self-care, which we've talked about and we keep going back to it. It is so, it is so important. And a lot of times women don't realize how important it is until it's been taken away until their health is taken away. Um, and like I said, I, I talk about it all the time and I'm still like, I know I didn't get my walk in today. You know, I haven't been on the treadmill in two months. I (laughs) did cover up my gray hairs with you know, one of those like little whatevers because I don't have time. But at the end of the day, I try to always go back and say to myself, what is one little thing you can do? And I know there's, there's three things I want to talk about when it comes to self-care because go right ahead, honey. I think for anyone who's going through any kind of hardships or challenges, um, if you can kind of be retrospective and look at yourself and say, okay, what are, what are some things that I can do now to help myself through these hardships? There's three things I, I always go back to. Number one is alone time. 
Wow. I didn't realize how much I miss just having time to think to wow. myself, whether it was listening to music, going out and walking in nature, but just getting back to myself and grounding myself, not Maria as a mom, not Maria as a wife, mm-hmm. not Maria as an entrepreneur, just me. Wow. That alone time is huge. Um, wow. So, you know, for women, especially now through the pandemic who have been struggling to, to find that alone time, doesn't have to be an hour. Doesn't have to be a day. It can be five minutes here and there just to get yourself back. Cause this is why I take really long showers. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, oh, it's no one's not gonna, no one's gonna come barge. Well, hopefully, no one's gonna barge in. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. That is so great. Alone time. Alone time. Not what I thought you were gonna say. So I love that. Really? Yeah, yeah alone time. And I, you know me, I love being around people, I love being around my family. Yeah. And part of my self care routine now is just giving myself permission to find alone time. The other two are disconnecting and reconnecting. And I know they sound counterintuitive, but stay with me. So you're going to find yourself some alone time. Part of that disconnecting isn't disconnecting from the people around you or the people you love. It's disconnecting from the noise, disconnecting from social media, disconnecting from the television, disconnecting from all these outside sources that are constantly yipping and yapping and filling up your brain feed with stuff that actually might not be that important. It's, it's just the quiet and finding space for yourself, whatever that might be. That disconnection is huge. And then similarly reconnecting. So looking at your kids or your husband or your partner and saying, okay, how can we reconnect as a family Mm. to your partner? How can we reconnect as, as partners? What can we do to kind of refuel that spark Mm. that makes us happy? You know, Mm. if you actually stand back and say to yourself, did I smile today? Did I laugh today? Mm. Did I have any fun today? If you can't answer those things, you need to disconnect and figure out how to reconnect. Wow. Great, great tips and reminders. So I'm just going to repeat them like for self-care to remember to do these three things that Maria is talking about. Number one is have alone time. It's okay. It's okay. And in fact, people will thank you for how rejuvenated you'll come back or less angry or whatever it might be to just have alone time and to find you again right and like uh, I love how you said that not to you as the mom not you as the wife not you as the business owner or or whatever job you are doing but just you and 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 what a, a great thing that is and I love that you said it doesn't have to be an hour it could be like five minutes. It could be, you know, going for a drive, a walk, whatever you need to do just to just breathe, breathe and just breathe. And then you said to disconnect. Number two was to disconnect. And that means from the noise, all that is clamoring around you. And as you said, and I love that you said this, that you'll realize that a lot of it is 
unimportant and not urgent because very little is important and urgent. And, you know, when you walk away, yes, drop those balls. Those balls will drop and it's okay. It is absolutely okay because the really urgent and important ones will find their way back to you. So don't worry. It's okay. It's all good. And that third one is to reconnect. And wow, I love that you said to step back and and notice and look and, and even ask yourself those questions, right? Of, you know, did I smile today? Did I laugh today? Was I happy today? And you said, if you say no to any of those, then you really got to go back and disconnect and reconnect and revisit those relationships, whether they're family, work, business, partnerships, and say, hey, how can we re-spark? I love, love, love. What a great way to, to end on these great points of self-care. Self-care is good. Self-care is necessary because there's only one of you. Yeah, 100%. You, you, you just, you can't give on an empty cup. You just can't. And so many women push themselves to do that and ignore the signs and they ignore their own needs. And, you know, part of this evolution from mompreneurs to revolution her was, you know, taking out that mom discussion and just saying like, who are you as a woman? Amen. And what do you want? And what makes you light up a room? You know, what makes you be Uh, And I think we just do so much for so many other people that we forget sometimes that we are just human beings that want to live a happy life too. Um, So, you know, it's been so amazing just to talk with you about these things. And I hope that there were some tidbits of, you know, inspiration for anyone who's listening. You are doing such important work, Elaine. And I love the women that you feature on your podcast uh, and men. But, (laughs) um, you know, I think sometimes we just need to remember that we're all here to do something and we only get so much time. Mm -hmm. It is important to know what you're doing with that time. You matter. And so do the things that are around you. But absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? I too love the people I have on my show. I, I love because, you know, when I invite you, Maria, when I invite my guests, there are people I trust, I believe in who, who have lived it, right? We're not just talking about, Hey, go do this because you know what? We have failed. We have learned and we want to share so that others don't have to fall and fail or at least fall as hard because yes, that will happen. But, but, you know, I, I just want to say thank you, Maria, for sharing your heart, your story, your, your lessons, your tips. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know that I learned so much and, and I have taken a lot to say, okay, I have to do this. I love that, you know, that alone time is great, but to disconnect and to reconnect Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Always. Anytime here. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to have you again. So yeah, there's so much more I want to talk to you about. But we're going to end this to keep it short and sweet. And I want to say thank you to our listeners for tuning in. And I, I hope that you grabbed even one nugget from what Maria had to say and take it and fly with it. Right. Have that alone time today. Ask yourself what made you smile today and and share it because, you know, when you do that, you will give a a greater impact to the the radiuses around you, right? 
just like that pebble. You are that pebble. And when you can leave uh, everywhere you go, anything you touch leaves a, a, a radius around you. So enjoy your alone time today, everyone. And thank you, Maria, for joining us. You can say bye as well. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. And yeah, go enjoy your alone time today. <laughs> I want to ask one more question, Maria. If people wanted to find you, where can they go? Oh, uh, online, I'm at Revolution Her TM, and our website is revolutionher.com. And yeah, I'm always around, always willing to listen and chat and support however I can. Perfect. And I will have all of that in our show notes as well. And again, thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Maria. Bye for now. Bye.